Hello friend, it's Yatemba Siakamela here on Hope Kept Me Alive. I'd like you to get excited and stay tuned for the next episode. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. <laughs> Depending on what time you're tuning in and listening to this podcast. Yes, it's Yatemba Siakamela on Hope Kept Me Alive. And last week, if you tuned in, if you did not skip an episode... I was talking about being authentically you and um, I want to start off a series <laughs> uh, on identity and um, I'm touching on being authentically you because in this world that we live in, um, because I myself um, didn't know how to be truly true to who I am and be bold and be authentic about that Um, I struggled a lot and identity man it's really deep I mean it's a question of who are you (laughs) should be pretty pretty simple and pretty easy to answer but um, one stammers one thinks uh, where do I start Um, do I introduce myself Uh, first and foremost based on my gender my race my occupation my role my titles I mean the list is endless right Um, and when one is truly sitting by themselves alone introspecting and trying to dig deep in understanding that um, one can ultimately say there's no one word or one facet that one can describe themselves in or as um, I mean <laughs> hello we're children of God so of course we multi faceted multi-dimensional um, creative in all ways shapes forms I mean, come on, the abilities that uh, we are able to do. I mean, it says a lot about how one can identify themselves as. But I guess I'm boiling down to identity as per Christ. And identity stemming in who you need to authentically be in order to leave a footprint here on earth. So, as I was saying, I struggled with that growing up, found myself shifting and shaping according to the people who were around me. Yes, um, all of us do exert a certain expression of ourselves with different people. Um, That is a social identity. But then there's a personal identity that one needs to identify and be true to themselves in and with. One that can be their foundation. One that can be their anchor. It is the lack of identity that steals or has stolen your ability to master who you are. That's why we're seeing nowadays 
people are running around trying to perfect everything and everyone around them imitating picking up fashions facades you know character traits that are not true to who and what that person is and believes themselves to be so the greatest freedom that i found was being able to find my identity according to what i believe um according to the relationship i've had with christ and whom he has told me to who um not to be but who i am um who he has told me to be what he has told me to do and i have found the beauty and the freedom and the confidence and the boldness to truly be that um i mean i've moved away from trying to fit in i've stopped beating myself up in trying to conform i've stopped second guessing myself in comparing myself to other people um i've just removed myself from racing and competing with other people and other people's standards and the world in its whole entirety i've just decided to come to the fullness of embracing my identity according to who christ has called me to be i understand that if i become siatemba thoroughly and fully and i enjoy that and i live and i bask in that and i take advantage of that absolutely nothing and no one else can be and do me and that's where authenticity comes into play and that's when i start building my own footprint and that's when i start propelling and just soaring in my uniqueness so what am i getting to identity or the journey of discovering your identity i mean it's shaped by a lot of things um your experiences your background your family your friends your peers your religion your beliefs the desire to want to belong the desire to want to be loved that assurance that constant assurance um and that validation that one seeks and i've truly found it in god and i'm sharing this with you so that whenever you start moving away from who you are according to what god has called you whenever you start becoming embarrassed and ashamed of who you are whenever you start beating yourself up because of the background that you come from whenever you want to start insulting yourself because of the people who already throwing insults at you whenever you want to give in to the guilt trip and the voices they want to bring damnation condemnation and just causing you to be mean and demean yourself whenever you start getting into a pit of maybe i'm too much or maybe i'm too quiet you start embracing all those differences about you you start um discovering and 
venturing and just being intentional about finding out who you are, your shape, your form, your personality, your likes, your dislikes, your strengths, your weaknesses, um, the areas in which you need to grow in, the areas that you need to sharpen your skill and just ultimately how to be your own master sounds a bit um what you call um oh it's just it slipped my tongue man <laughs> um self-mastery yeah it sounds like new age but how to appreciate yourself how to know and learn yourself how to love yourself and who you truly are and how to constantly remind yourself to stay true to who you are regardless of the people around you and their expectations and their opinions and their demands and their understanding of this world because ultimately my friend you have a responsibility to your creator who has formed you and created you and uh, mandated you and called you and given you an assignment here on earth and in order for you to carry out that assignment fully, you have to come to the fullness and the understanding of who you are. Now, your identity is something that is constantly being tracked, is something that's constantly being an asset that many people don't realize and see as an asset and therefore ill and mistreated and now with our enemy the devil who's constantly prowling looking for those whom he may devour he knows that identity is where he needs to mess with a lot of people if a lot of people don't know who they are and they don't come to the fullness of that and don't embrace it, they live up to a standard. They live or become things and people that they're not supposed to be. And in that, they rob us, they rob the world, they rob the people. They forsake their purpose because your identity is interlinked with your purpose. There's certain things that need to be done by you in the shape and form, personality and the identity that God has given you. So if you tone down just a little bit, there's people you're going to miss. If you increase just a little bit, there's people you're going to miss because there is a reason why God has created you the way that he's created you in so I think let me just leave it here just just for now. Just for now anyway. We'll pick it up next week. Um, we're going to take our time with this. <laughs> right? So I just want you to think around that. Um, who are you truly? Um, have you found instances and areas in your place, in your life, in your circle, in your group, in your family where you've just had to dim yourself just a little bit? Maybe at work um, they said you're, you're just a bit too much toned down or... We, we, we're not quite much feeling you. We're not hearing you. Or if it was just like this, it would be 
just right. Um, have you found that there's certain areas of yourself that are restricted and confined? Or are there areas in you and about yourself that you've truly not ventured into? Be it out of fear, out of lack of knowledge, whatever it could be. But um, just ponder and think about those things. And yeah, man, let's pick it up next week. Um, absolutely love you. I hope you enjoyed this and cannot wait. Cannot wait to continue on this topic. Bye. I hope that brought you some light, was encouraging and brought you hope. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey everyone, we're on to part two on the identity series. Welcome to Hope Kept Me Alive with myself, Siatemba Siakamela. Now I'll delve straight into it. So we have the enemy, right? Satan. He's got a mandate, it's clear and it's concise. It's to kill, steal and destroy. So your identity, who you are, according to who God has called you to be, is the greatest tactic and strategy the devil uses in that once he disables you from understanding and unearthing who you are what you carry what your purpose is the authority in which you walk in the power that you have and the magnitude of change and influence that you have over earth once you use your God-given abilities, once you move under the salvation, once you move with the enablement of the Holy Spirit, once you move in the fullness of who you are and the authenticity thereof, he knows that you are the biggest weapon to him. So what does he do? He comes to kill, steal, and destroy your identity. He is happy as long as you're masquerading, living and doing earth under the identity of something and someone else, under the influence of society and the world, under uh, being misled, misinformed um, by the information that is put out there, media that is now being controlled by people who are spirit-filled and unspirit-filled. Okay, maybe that's the wrong word because they are spirit-filled, I guess. Holy spirit-filled and evil spirit-filled. So that's why Satan hates it when someone comes into salvation. Because that's just the beginning of them coming. That's like the, it's the beginning of them coming into the fullness of who they are. Anyway, back to you, your identity. Now there's courage, there's boldness, there's, there's, there's power, man, there's purpose that's in you that needs to be unearthed. There is a spirit of orphan and a spirit of sonship. So anyone who does not know their identity operates under the spirit of orphan or the orphan spirit. That's a spirit that feels like it's lost, 
um, feels like they don't belong, nobody wants them, nobody loves them, and even in them dealing and doing things, they do them from a place of fear, from a place of lack, from a place of scoundering, from a place of selfishness, from a place of it cannot be enough for all of us, from a place of competitiveness, um, from a place of jealousy. Um, these are people who operate in a spirit that's oppressive, a spirit that's not out of love. But once you move and shy away from that identity, once you move and shy away from the expectation and the validation of people and you live according to who and what God has called you to be, you start getting washed over by the spirit of sonship. God says that he's adopted us as his sons through the, through the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on Calvary. Once you move under that spirit, you operate from a place of love. You operate from a place of peace and surety. You, op you operate from a place of there's plenty. God owns a kettle on a thousand hills. So if I help and give information to someone and they succeed and they flourish, it is fine. If I give people money, it is fine because I know that I am not operating from a place of scarcity and lack. I know who my father is. I know what he's given me in my hand. I know that I'm resourceful. I know that I'm creative. I know that I'm powerful. I know that I'm impactful. I know that I can touch and change people's lives in a way that is immeasurable. There's no containment to it so long as I know who my source is. Once you don't know who your source is and in your mind you're still under the scarcity um, or, or, or the spirit of orphan, you think you are operating from a place where things will end. If, if you share information, if you give out to people, things will come to a stop. But a person who knows their identity, they operate in a spirit, in a place of overflow. They become a blessing to people and to others. They are willing to share and to give and to grow as a result. Um, they understand that they can lean and glean from other people and not feel like it's theft or if people lean and glean from them, they are being stolen from because they know ultimately that everything comes and flows from Christ um, and our Lord and Savior. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying do the work. Be intentional to dig out and question yourself. Start with your belief. Honestly, if you've been walking around saying that you're a Christian, but you know that for a fact, there's a lot of areas that you have not dealt with within yourself that speak to areas of having a spirit of orphan, um, selfishness, fear, operating from a place of scoundering, um, operating from a place of competitiveness, operating from a place that is just ungodly. Um, question that. Ask yourself who and what has uh, placed and embedded those thoughts and those fears in you. Where do they come from? Interrogate them and remove them and replace them with the truth of God that you are fearfully, you are wonderfully made, that you have power and authority. God has given it to you to trample over serpents and snakes. 
that he is your abba daddy he's your father he's your strength he's your shield that time and again he is your provider i mean you need to know that he's jehovah jireh jehovah shama he is your shield is your protection he's your banner he is everything to you you know once you start operating and moving under that spirit and that knowledge of yourself then you start coming into the fullness of who you are and then purpose my friend starts being your thing but let me not get ahead of myself um so this week i want you to go back and introspect on the certain areas of your life that you feel like okay you know what i have not been doing justice to god and to who i am in certain areas I have not been living up to the standard of God. I have not been living like a son. In all honesty, I am still blanketed by the orphan spirit. I am still operating out of selfishness and fear because I was raped and I'm still harboring bitterness because I was misinformed and I'm jealous of the people who are getting ahead of me because I do not understand and know what I carry so everyone who's around me intimidates me because I have not taken time to appreciate myself because I look at all the things that I feel are weaknesses or are not cool or are weird about me as things that are meant to pull me down as opposed to looking at them and seeing them as my unique print and my unique traits and the very thing that's going to basically catapult me to who I am and meant to be because I have believed the lies of the people and the enemy that have told me that I will not succeed one day because I've allowed myself to be misinformed. The word in Hosea says, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Honey, I am awakening you up. There's something in you. And even as I speak, it's springing forth. You're getting excited. You don't know what it is. You don't know where to start. Seek out the word of God. Seek out who he says you are and believe that. I absolutely love you. So I come back at you again with part three. I hope you are encouraged and that brought you some hope. Till we meet again. Bye. I hope that brought you some light, was encouraging and brought you hope. Thank you so much for tuning in.